0: Remy and Casey on 923 W I L Oh here we go
1: Wednesday. Wednesday Good morning Casey Good
2: morning How's it going?
1: Uh, it's going pretty good. We had family night last night. What at, does that uh, involve? At uh, my son's elementary school. So we got to go hang out in the classroom. Oh. After hours. It was so much fun.
2: <laughs> it's always weird to be in. I feel like it's always weird to be out of school after hours, especially as, like, I remember being a student, yeah. and having your parents show up in your classroom, and it felt weird.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it, you know, he's a quiet kid, or a seemingly quiet kid at school, and I was interested to see how he was going to be last night, mm-hmm. and he's a little a little fireball. Like at he was school? weird. Like at least when I was there, he was taking me around to everything. He was showing me his desk. He's got four eagle bucks right now. That's wow! How they, that's how they buy some. Stuff. I think he's a teacher's pet.
2: Oh, he's your kid. He is.
1: I, I'm pretty sure he hugged his teacher at least four or five times. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, was fun to was fun to see you know where where his desk is and all of those things. So that was that was a lot of fun. So, uh, Miley Cyrus is being sued. For something real dumb and we'll get into that with keeping up with Casey today another record will be broken tonight at the Cardinals game while we wait on 700 for Albert Pujols details coming up in sports and we're also getting we're gonna give out a four-pack of tickets to Jingle Fest or the Luke Combs show in Remy versus Casey today so we've got a jam-packed show and we're on the back side of the week well at noon we will be no nah, I view it now Okay. Because tomorrow's a Friday night. Sure. Thanks for joining us. That's 923WIL.
2: Luke Bryan can spot a poser. What do I mean by that? Well, he was recently on the Full Send podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way. But this clip caught our attention earlier this morning. Like, is there some country people that are not country?
0: Unequivocally say, without a shadow of a doubt, if you sing about hunting and fishing and drinking and trucks and, and I get you on my farm, in one minute I can tell if you're a poser or if you're not legit. That's fun. Yeah. Like, I can hand you a fishing rod and be like... The farm test.
2: So basically, you know, you hear country songs sometimes and you think... Who's this guy? Yeah. Brett Young.
1: (laughs) You think Brett Young is hunting and fishing?
2: No, that's the thing. I think he's not. Uh, But he also doesn't sing about it. So I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, I would agree. I think that Luke Bryan kind of hits those notes of like, you don't know if he actually does hunter fish, but he definitely does.
2: He does. He grew up on a peanut farm that was supposed to be his career. Deep in Georgia.
1: Is he down? Is he
2: down? Is he down? Did I smoke Hunter? him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he actually, I've, I've watched many fishing uh, shows with him featured uh, in his farm and hunting and all that. But I, I doubt, you know, guys like Chris Lane out there hunting, fishing. I wonder if.
2: Reeling and wheeling. Yeah. And dealing. Sam
1: Hunt, you think he might.
2: Um, I think from time, I think if Sam Hunt's in the right setting, but I don't necessarily associate him with those things.
1: Dan and Shay.
2: Oh, no.
1: Maybe Dan. Maybe
2: Shay. I was going to say maybe Shay. Maybe Shay. But it's like a, (laughs) it's like a, okay, guys, let's go fishing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it's a a little um, like once every six months, maybe.
1: Nothing against those guys at all. It's just, I feel like uh, there's a lot of guys that are out there uh, and girls in country music that claim that they're. You know, hunters and fishers and live that yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, they're cut but from then, that
2: cloth. But, but really also, Luke
1: Bryan is wearing a $50,000 watch in this interview. So tell me which farmers are wearing $50,000 watches Whoa. in interviews like that.
2: I'll let you have that. <laughs> That's true. He does fish with the super expensive watches on and yeah. it makes Remy like cringe every time he sees it.
1: I like the watch. I just don't know if the two go together.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they do now. <laughs> they do. In this podcast, he also talks about how he, he once sold... His late brother's car, and his wife actually went out and found it for him and like rebought it and brought it back home. They talk about how he almost lost all of his money and his fortune and those watches while playing craps. Yeah. And a Big lot of gambler. A lot of other fun stuff. So I think it's a really fun podcast. We posted it more to the Facebook page and Instagram story. Follow us on all the socials at 923 W I L.
0: Remy and Casey. Have you ever used the
1: coffee pot in your hotel room for I anything? I don't know how to
2: use a coffee pot.
1: Just period. You in don't? fact,
2: I've tried at hotels, and I don't know how they work.
1: Yeah, I'm always. It always makes me nervous because I don't know how well they're cleaned, and I don't know if. Oh, this, you
2: know, housekeeping's not cleaning that ish. Yeah. You know that is the last thing on their mind.
1: The same rag that was used for the nightstand is also being used to clean out the water filter part of the coffee pot, anyways. Gross. I can't think about cooking anything in a hotel room unless it's like in a microwave. But this guy's going viral right now because he cooked raw chicken in the coffee pot. So used the like the burner on the bottom mm-hmm. to cook what looks to be like very zesty chicken, like lemon pepper chicken or something in this coffee pot.
2: I mean... You throw the water in there, get it to boiling. I assume you could really do anything. Yeah. Or just throw it on like a grill. I don't know.
1: He said, I'm traveling for work. And instead of eating a fancy dinner out, I've decided to cook a cheaper meal in the hotel room. Even though the hotel room uh, didn't have a stove, he still... Use this coffee pot. You still got to go to the store and get the raw chicken, though. I feel like that's more work than just going to Chick-fil-A next door or Taco Bell or whatever.
2: You're the one going around this office telling everybody you're on a diet and you can only eat grilled chicken and rice. So maybe this guy's (laughs) literally having the same issue and he's like, I got to make my chicken.
1: Yeah, maybe he just got done with P90X in his hotel room.
2: You never know.
1: And Tony Horton's yelling at him. You can't have you can't have Taco Bell until you're done with this program. Sorry. I'm giving this
2: man huge props because I think that's so creative and resourceful, and I can't knock it.
1: Did you do this in college? Because I know that this is a big thing. Um, if you have a dorm room, they won't let you have a microwave. They'll they won't let you have a burner in your in your dorm room.
2: Thousand percent. The rules were actually really weird because I remember we had a waffle iron in our room, and I don't remember if we were allowed to, if we just hit it but we used this waffle iron for everything. You can crack an egg on it, make eggs. You can panini some bacon in it. You can do any other sorts of meats in there. As long as you get it thin enough, you could grill some sammies in there.
1: That actually is a really good idea. I've I've heard a lot of people who use an actual like clothing iron to cook on things, or to cook things on. Hmm. You get two irons and you get the panini press. It's smart, yeah. <laughs> because a lot of times, what you'll you'll have like your your RA on the floor or whatever, who goes through and makes mm-hmm. sure you don't have a burner, you don't have
2: all right the tech. waffle
1: iron, whatever that may be.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, have you ever used a coffee pot or something not microwavable or on a stove? If you not like you didn't have those resources, how did you cook the food in your hotel room or your dorm?
2: What was the alternate path you took? Because yeah. that's pretty interesting.
1: This guy's resourceful. Ninety two three WIL new country for the STL. It is sports. Cardinals got beat last night by the Brewers, eight to four. Aside from fans getting on their feet every single time Albert Pujols steps to the plate now. Wayno and Yachty will make history tonight. With start number 325, they'll take the record for most starts as a battery. Huge congrats. I would imagine there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, ceremony tonight or something. They'll stop the game for a little bit.
2: Yeah, they'll make a big deal out of it somehow.
1: Yeah. So if you're going to the game tonight, awesome game to be at. And you never know. I've had so many people come into town that got a Wayno and Yachty game. You don't know that in advance when you buy tickets, if you're buying them months in advance.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true.
1: Uh, my brother who came into town got to see Ueno and Yachty. My cousin who came into town got to see Wayno and Yachty.
2: Sorry, about to buy some nosebleeds tickets to this game tonight.
1: Maybe. I'm going to time it out to so start right around 700, get some bleacher seats for... Like poo holes, maybe hit Ten a bomb. 10 bucks so
2: see, Man, Heck that'd be yeah. Awesome.
1: Uh, also, congrats to Jordan Cairo, who's, who signed an eight-year extension with the Blues worth $65 million. That's about 8.1 annually. He said, I'm so thankful to be in the Blues organization and for putting their trust in me and giving me the opportunity to wear the Blue Note for the foreseeable future.
2: $65 million? Yep. That's- you don't just hear these numbers thrown around in hockey like you do in football and baseball. That's
1: true. $65 million is like one year for a lot of people.
2: <laughs> that really rocks for him. <laughs> the
1: other ones, yeah, that's awesome for him. Uh, Casey, do you work out on vacation? Uh,
2: Yeah, Typically. if I'm on vacation with my significant other, yes. Yeah,
1: he's a gym rat, so he's probably forcing you. But when you make $45 million a year, you definitely do. Not even a romantic vacation in Italy can stop LeBron James from prepping for the 20 his 20th NBA season. He was spotted shirtless on a yacht Tuesday pumping iron.
2: Oh yeah. On a yacht. Listen. You're getting paid that much money? Heck yeah. I would do anything. I'd work out every day every day for the rest of my life yeah. if you want to pay me that kind of money.
1: Also, is the new is the new fashion attire for dudes leggings? Like, do you see, if you go to the gym, are you seeing a bunch of dudes just wearing...
2: Under their shorts. No. Like compression pants.
1: Straight yoga pants. They're not hiding anything with shorts. Because that's what LeBron's wearing. And I know he's... (laughs) thinking he's in privacy right now.
2: He thinks right he's now. alone. The paparazzi are the only ones exposing him. But I don't, don't want to know what you wear when you think you're alone. <laughs> okay. I know you wear your jeans to it's bed. jeans,
1: but. of course. I've always wanted my job to just be getting paid to work out like a Marvel superhero. I think that would be an awesome life.
2: Well, he's living the dream out there. He
1: is living the dream. He makes $44 million a year. He's living the dream. Crazy. On a yacht, in in yoga pants, working out, shirtless.
2: Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Remy, if I took a photo of you and then you posted it online,
1: mm-hmm. do you
2: know what could happen?
1: Um, I don't. That's a good question. I because could sue you. The photo is of myself.
2: I could sue you, though, because I took the photo. I hate that. I know. Being in radio, we know this all too well because we can't post just any photo of an artist. Like, it has to be approved by the artist Mm -hmm. before we do certain things with it. You understand.
1: Yeah, if there's any, like, so we just announced Jingle Fest. Right. All the photos that you see on Jingle Fest stuff, those are all approved by the label. And it takes a whole, it's a whole process. And
2: we know this because our bosses have come to us plenty of times saying... You are gone <laughs> if you ever get us sued yeah. by Garth or one of these artists who definitely has access to more money than we do.
1: Yes. I vividly remember the whole Jason Aldean thing when uh, he was caught cheating oh, with- yeah. on his wife. And then we had posted photos like 10, whatever, how many years ago that was. And they instantly were like, uh, you can't, you can't do that. Please take that down immediately. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: So essentially, this happened to Miley Cyrus. Paparazzi took a photo of her. So, she up and stole that photo, did a little right-click save, posted it on her own. Mm-hmm. And most of us didn't think a thing of it because it was a photo of her after all. But the photographer knew his rights to be a douche, and he is suing her for posting the photo that he took
1: Gosh, of her. That's, that's such a paparazzi thing to do. And especially with Miley, I feel like she's got a decent relationship with a lot of the paparazzi because they've become... Somewhat of your family, like the family you don't want in your life, but you see them everywhere. Your neighbors. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so, man, it's crazy. They're, they know they have money, she has money, so of course they're going to sue.
2: It feels so unfair. Like, how does somebody have the nerve to disrupt her entire life? You know that girl can't go anywhere, not even out to her mailbox in the morning without yeah. someone hiding in the bushes, snapping photos of her maybe when she's not looking her best, not feeling her best out with somebody that she doesn't want the whole world to know that she's with. Like there is no anonymity left. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And these people were really taking advantage of her. I don't know. I just know that if I was the judge on this case or like assigned to this, I'd say, all right, you know what? Miley can pay this photographer $10 Ten dollars, because she knew she was breaking the rule. But you're taking advantage of her, and and it's so wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's also the other side of the coin where, you know, most people will say, "Well, you signed up for this. You signed up as an entertainer. Your whole world is out there."
2: I don't know. She was 14 when she said signed up.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Hannah Montana, let's go.
2: Now I guess <laughs> is this the best of both worlds? Oh, you don't get it because you don't know Hannah
1: Montana. Best of both worlds. Yeah, I do. <laughs> A dang party in the USA, girl. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> I bet that's all you've got, though.
1: Uh, I came in like a wrecking ball. I don't know.
0: That's,
2: this that's more than I expected, though. Okay. Well, that's good. Not as old as I happy,
1: thought. Happy to impress.
0: Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 923 WIL. I finally did something
1: I said I was going to do a long time ago. I ordered glasses.
2: You, we we have been on this glass, glasses journey with you for about a year now. You even ordered all the frames you were trying them on here in the studio, and yep. then you just never did it.
1: Just never did it. After my last visit to the eye doctor, they said my vision has decreased just a little bit from a couple years ago when I had it measured before. It's not bad. I don't need them on a daily basis like in this room unless I'm looking at the I board I don't know you ask me a lot
2: what the board says
1: <laughs> we have a board with the playlist and everything on it and sometimes it's hard to see uh, so like night driving you know, looking long distances those kinds of things but it's gonna make me look smarter right I mean, not. maybe it's not not. A new study found that the phenomenon might not be as universal as we once thought. Volunteers in this study had to rate how smart they thought people were based on only photos, some with glasses, some without. And the people that were in glasses, they were actually seen as less intelligent.
2: See, before you go on, I want to interrupt because in my head just thinking about like the Darwinism of it all. I always thought, why do they say people with glasses look smarter if like it's in our human instinct to see glasses and think, Oh, they don't have great vision. So yeah. like Darwinism says that they should be, they should be less, like, less than, if yeah, you will.
1: They won't be uh, chosen for future uh, traits. Right. I guess you could say. Sure, Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. Uh, It's actually the opposite of pretty much every other study that's ever been done. And it turns out that other cultures just don't associate glasses with higher IQ like we do. All the other studies that were done on this were in Western countries like the US. But this one was done in the Middle East, specifically in Jordan. So in the Middle East, if you wear glasses, you are not A, more attractive, or B, (laughs) more intelligent, or that's not what you're perceived to be. So it's a good thing I'm not going to the Middle East anytime soon because here we're on we're on that page where it makes you slightly more attractive, slightly more intelligent.
2: I don't know. I it's always confused me when I've heard people say that because to me it's like well, I see you in glasses and I immediately think, oh, they probably don't like putting fingers in their eyes for contacts, you know, and that's fine.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of it for me. I don't know if my vision never got bad enough that I'd be able to touch my eyeballs.
2: Right. Exactly. See?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, if, I don't know... L- I posted this up on the Facebook page. You can check it out there. But apparently, if you're getting glasses, it doesn't make you automatically more intelligent.
2: We need to take a picture of you, put it on the socials, and ask the people, what what do they think? Do do these make Remy look smarter or dorkier? No,
1: he's still dumb. It is time for Remy versus Casey. Things a little bit different today.
2: That's right. So we are going to play it this way. We'll ask caller Sarah how many questions Remy's going to get correct. And the game today is... Is it older than Dolly? I have seven questions for Remy to see uh, if he can guess whether or not this is older than Dolly Parton. Sarah, okay. how many out of seven do you think he's going to get correct?
0: I think he's going to get five. Oh. Wow.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: That's a big guess. <laughs> Any less than five, then the choice of prices goes to Rick. Rick. Okay, let's do it.
0: This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 W.I.L.
2: You don't know much about Dolly Parton, do you?
0: I know everything about Dolly Parton.
2: I think you know enough. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to question number one. Mm-hmm. Is it older than Dolly, the reign of Queen Elizabeth II? Ooh,
1: those are like right around the same time. Uh, I'm going to say the of Queen Elizabeth is older than Dolly? Oh my gosh. By how much?
2: She took the throne in 1952. Which is...
1: It's like 70... What is she? 73, 74 years or something like that?
2: She spent 70 years on the throne. 70 years. Yeah. If that gives you any hints. Hints! Okay. Is it older than Dolly? The premiere date of the movie... The Wizard of Oz
1: That is older than Dolly
2: Let's go One on the board Is it older than Dolly Superman I assume it had to be like a comic book Before all the other stuff came
1: Yes It is not older than Dolly
2: 1930s Superman was born. Unbelievable. You have to get the rest of these correct. All of them. Is it older than Dolly? The (sighs) formation of music sensations, the Beatles. That was like 60s. When they Mm -hmm. came together.
1: That is not older than Dolly.
2: Correct. 1960. You were right on it. Is it older than Dolly? Zip codes. Yes. It is older
0: than Dolly. <laughs> yes. It's no,
2: not. not. <laughs> what? 1963.
1: 314-618-573. What were people doing before that? I don't know. Like, what are the phones?
2: Call us and let us know if you actually well, dang if you it. know that.
1: Well, sorry, uh, Sarah. I guess, do, we have, do you have two more?
2: Yeah, we'll play for fun. Two more even though we know that Rick gets to choose the tickets. Jukebox. Don't rock the jukebox. Is it older than Dolly? Yes. Yeah, that was from the 1920s. Let's go. Vacuum cleaners.
1: The Vacuum mm. is not... It is older than Dolly. The Vacuum.
2: Yeah, like 1910s. That was well, a good, good ride.
1: Like a Vacuum. I sucked. Uh, Sorry, Sarah. Rick in St. Louis, you're our big winner today. You want to go see Jingle Fest. We got a four-pack of tickets for that or Luke Combs next year. Luke Combs next year. All right. right, Going to Luke Combs. Sarah, we got you the Jingle Fest tickets. It's four-pack. We've got Chris Jansen this year. We've got Tyler Hubbard, Mitchell Tenpenny, and Lainey Wilson. Tickets on sale now then, 923WIL.com. com.
0: Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
2: Blake Shelton recently did Fallon. What is that? The late night show? The tonight show?
1: Tonight show, the,
0: yeah. The
2: tonight show. I can never keep track. It's all some we version are n- of night. We never
1: up that late. No. Ever.
2: <laughs> but I do like catching the highlights and clips. Especially of anything that Blake Shelton does because at that point it doesn't matter which host it is. Blake Shelton is hilarious. Yeah. And it's funny to listen to this interview because Blake kind of steals the show without being teed up for it. In Mm. fact, every time that Jimmy Fallon says anything that seems a little fluffy or he's just trying to fill the air... Blake Shelton straight calls him out. He's like, what, we don't have enough copy points for this? What's going on? (laughs) It's hilarious, and they talk about, you know, why he brought his mullet back at the beginning of this year, whether it's something that's going to keep coming up throughout his life, how it is to work with Gwen Stefani on The Voice. He even taught Jimmy about line dancing, which I think was more of Jimmy Fallon's idea than it was of Blake's idea.
1: The line dancing thing is still something I just, I can never catch on to. I know the electric slide, that's about it. There's like one for Copperhead Road. There's one for Footloose. There's one for like every song, even modern songs. And I just, I can't wrap my head around it.
2: I think that may have been, I think you missed out on the Wild Country era. I did. And the problem is that you would have loved it. It takes a minute to catch on, but everybody's kind of like it's so lighthearted that it doesn't matter if you're making a fool out of yourself because yeah. it's so fun. Whatever
1: they filmed on Tuesdays on this radio station. Oh. You know that you know that Remy would be front and center. I yes. Ripping up the dance floor.
2: Man, I wish we could bring that back.
1: Boot scootin' boogie.
2: Anyway, back to Blake and Jimmy. <laughs> I thought one of the funniest parts of the show was that they actually made a song together. And any song Jimmy Fallon is a part of is always Sarcastic. Oh, yeah. They made a song about the one necessity that every good party or hang with friends needs. What what would it be? Uh, Alcohol? Nope. The (laughs) ice. Because you can't have alcohol without ice. Someone's got to bring the ice.
0: Here the game's all coming and the coolers fill with the lid closed tight. Because we got to keep the chairs fitting up all night. Have the best time of our lives. You bring the party, I'll bring the ice.
1: That's a solid thing. Like from now on, any party I go to, I'll bring in the ice. I'll bring the
2: ice. And you know, the ice guy's a very important guy. Everybody's looking forward to the ice guy getting there. Fill up those coolers.
1: (laughs) I didn't know there was an ice guy. I was always a double deck guy, but now I'm the ice guy. Well
2: the thing is, everybody forgets. Everybody forgets that there needs to be an ice guy, because no one ever thinks to sign up for that until everyone gets there or you're about to leave to go there and you're like, nah. I need some ice. (laughs) And then someone's got to go get it.
1: Well, I think this is a definite job for me because I have probably, like most people in their garages, like 14 coolers. So let's go. Right. I have promo coolers. I have big coolers. I have small coolers. I'll fill them all up with $3 (laughs) worth of ice. And that's my contribution.
2: You throw the party. (laughs) Remy brings the ice. Yes! The song is so good. It's on our Facebook page and Instagram story.
1: Every day in the studio, I am reminded... How old I am oh, on a daily basis.
2: That's what I'm supposed to do, you know?
1: <laughs> By this young grasshopper that sits across for me. But I saw this list of 40 things you should do before you're 40. And I feel like I've done most of them. Good. So I think I'm good with three years to spare.
2: So that means we have to cross off everything from the list within these three
1: years. Yes. Relationship stuff like uh, fall in love was the number one answer overall. But also have a one night stand. Have your heart broken. Get married. Have a kid or two or three. I had two.
2: You did all that like before you were 30.
1: Yeah. Well, not. Well,
2: almost all of that. I didn't
1: get married before I was 30, but yeah, I did. What, am I, th- you what am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh career stuff. Earn a degree, reach management level, get fired, start a business, land your dream job, volunteer and save for retirement. Some of those things have happened to me. Uh traveling. This is where I could use some improvement. You've done a lot of traveling?
2: Yeah. You've
1: been overseas a couple times? Once.
2: Over which sea, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you've been, you've been, uh, we're, we've been watching the Queen's Procession all morning.
2: Right. In London. And you've, which,
1: yeah. You've walked those streets before, which is pretty cool. Um, living arrangements. Having an apartment in the middle of the city, live outside the city, buy a house and have a mortgage. We didn't live in St. Louis City, but we lived near the hill, which I feel like you is still in the like city. You in like South City. Yeah.
2: We'll give that to you.
1: Okay. Random life events. Own a pet. Have a really bad hangover that happened last weekend. <laughs> Win at least $10 on a lottery ticket. Uh, try to be a vegetarian. Attend a black tie event. Go skinny dipping. Never done that. What? Never skinny dipped. At all? No.
2: Oh, it's a good thing we're going to the Bahamas in a month. Like, don't tell <laughs> me I don't want to go, but you could totally do that. I don't. it
1: just... I'd feel okay maybe doing that in the ocean, but then I wouldn't feel okay doing that. In the Why?
2: Ocean. Oh, because you're afraid of what else is in there? Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on. There's worse things.
1: Uh, but I do have goals before 40, and one of them is to get my pilot's license. Visit Australia, tour Europe on a motorcycle, Japan is calling, and I need to buy a home on some land in Montana.
2: These are all very big goals. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to take three years for you to plan out a motorcycle trip through Europe.
1: I only have three years to do that before I turn 40.
2: I, I think we should maybe consolidate that list down to like two things and then get those knocked out. The rest, I mean, they're pretty evergreen. You could still go to Japan in your 40s.
1: One of the random life events is try to be vegetarian. I've never done that.
2: And I am. Then you are. Your vegetarian correspondent. So it would be so easy.
1: I'm wondering how much of the stuff that you've actually done already.
2: I actually, as you were going through it, I could only think of a couple things I haven't done. Yeah. And that's like get married and have kids.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh,
2: Just out here living life to the fullest. Trying. Live like you're dying. You know, I think that radio has a
1: lot to do with that. We get to do some pretty cool things. Yeah. Right? So, that so you
2: do have your dream job.
1: I do. Go tell us what you think on the 92.3 wil Facebook page.
0: Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: When I think of nursing homes, I think of arts and crafts and knitting, reading in the garden, those kinds of things, right? Okay. I don't think of exotic dancers. A nursing home has been forced to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior citizens (laughs) in wheelchairs. (laughs)
2: <laughs> a real one or like a joke, a jokester one? No, it's real. It's very real. Oh no.
1: The uh, I believe how you uh, you say this Taoyuan Veterans Home, which is a state-run facility for retired army personnel in Taiwan, paid the adult entertainer, entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival. It's an important holiday in the Chinese culture, whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvests of the season. When I think of rice and wheat harvest celebrations I don't think of strippers I just I don't I don't know how they're doing it over there but can you imagine if all the festivals around here when we harvest corn and soybeans involved exotic dancers
2: oh my gosh so what happened I mean how did they react
1: Uh, the nursing home said in a statement the intention of this event was to entertain residents and make them happy we are very sorry for the offense that it was caused. offense. So the uh, video of the raunchy performance, which took place last Thursday, was filmed by an attendee before and posted on social media and then quickly went viral. Uh, they said there was a calm game of bingo and some karaoke happening in the adjoining nursing home uh, convention hall. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but th- these guys, I mean, they're, it's not like you just. They called them dirty old men for a reason, right?
2: All right. <laughs> I get it. I get it.
1: Uh, thankfully, nobody had a heart attack. Did anybody think of that?
0: Yeah. Older I guess gentlemen? So. I don't
1: know. I, I don't po- know. I posted this up on the Facebook page if you want to kind of get a glimpse as to what this looked like.
0: It's Remy and Casey salute to freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at RNRMidwest.com. Today, we salute Douglas
1: Robinson of Park Hills, Missouri. He said, my first job was Marine Corps Security Force Company. My duties included providing security for special weapons, participating on reactionary team during threats or movement of special weapons. My last assignment was at weapons training battalion as a marksmanship instructor. During my time there, I instructed over 10,000 Marines in pistol marksmanship skills. Very cool. We salute you, Douglas.
2: Douglas sent us a request song. He wants to hear Toby Keith. It's made in America.
1: Is Remy and Casey on the way out? Can I say now that we're on the backside of the week? Maybe No,
2: we're getting closer to the backside of the week. (laughs) Until it hits noon, we are still on the front side of the week. Uh,
1: Okay, okay, fine. But it still feels like we're on the backside of the week at this point. Uh, That's it for us. We're out of here. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check that out on the Remy and Casey show podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you for a Friday light tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye